the Art and Industry of Business and Living podcast, discussing conscious choices around business, money, life and living and creating a greater future for you and the planet. Hi everyone, welcome to the Art and Industry of Business and Living. You're Simone Melissus, your host, and today I have one of my very, 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 very favourite people in the world and I'm I'm so grateful that he was actually able to make it. So, Gary Douglas, woohoo! Welcome. Hello, everybody, and <laughs> welcome to, and thanks for having me, my favorite person in the world, because <laughs> you are one of my favorites. You're welcome. So, and what I asked Gary today, if we could talk about, is creation and money. So, what I sneakily did this morning was in one of the Skype threads that we have with Access Consciousness, with all these people who are involved in many, many projects, I asked them, if you could ask Gary anything about creation and money, what would you ask? So I have a bunch of questions here that cool. – because some of them came up with some really cool questions. And I was yeah, like, there are let's, some smart let's do this. Yeah. They're not all stupid. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. This show is being aired. Actually, it's the 26th. So 26th for me, it'll be Christmas Day in the US. Yeah. So happy holidays, Nobody everybody. <laughs> They'll be getting it. So if you're listening to this, you're probably trying to get away from your family. Yes. You are <laughs> smart, smart enough to exactly. get away from And maybe yeah. you are actually happy then <laughs> if you're listening to this. Yes. So with creation and money, yeah. it's like how do you see creation and money like working together? Like what, is that, what does that look like well, for you? Well, it's like for me what it is is, you know, true creation is choice. So if you choose something – you choose how you do it. You choose what you're going to do. You choose what you're going to buy, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, how it works with money from my perspective is you make a choice and then the money that is required, the universe starts to give it to you. You know, it's like it starts to provide it. And it's like it's weird because we all think we have to do something. You do. You have to make a choice. Right, so you have to make a choice. Now, now I know that there's people out there listening. If they haven't heard of Access Consciousness, check it out, accessconsciousness.com. And when I first heard things like this, I'd be like, what? That's crazy. But I get that it's like it's that energy of demanding of yourself and requesting of the universe of what it is that you would like to show up. And it's not a how because going to the how is going to the judgment of it. So it's actually looking, demanding what you would like to show up. Choosing something, choosing something, choosing something, because every single choice you make creates something different that can show up. So how many people do you see that are actually refusing to have money show up in their lives, Gary? Pretty much everybody. Way too many. <laughs> Pretty much everybody. But so, they do it different ways. Okay. I mean, it's like I know a lady who has a ton of money, and she goes, I can't afford it. Now, it's like it's not she can't afford it. It's not something she really wants. But if you say you can't afford it, then the universe goes, oh, and it goes, you don't want to be able to afford this, so it takes money away from you. And she keeps wondering why her money goes up and down like a horse skirt. Right. You know, because she doesn't realize that she's always going, oh, I can't afford it, as though that was true. It's not she can't afford it. It's not something she really desires. You have to be willing to state what is or money escapes you. So how do people start stating what money is? So it's like, okay, I'm going to have this, whatever it takes, whatever I have to do. You know, whatever has to occur, I'm going to make this happen. And when you create that point of view, it's like then the universe starts showing money. You know, money comes to you in all kinds of ways. So let me ask you a question because we're here in Australia at the yeah. moment. 
Uh, we're doing a Right Voice for You facilitators training with Gary and Mr. Christopher Hughes, and it's awesome. It's amazing. It's literally changed the way I will facilitate. But one of the things that occurred yesterday, people were mucking around in class and there was this auction going on for something <laughs> that might add to their lives. But I noticed when people were auctioning and it was like 200, 500, you know, $1,000. And when it started to get to this amount of money, it's like there's this weird energy that shows up in people's universe. Like it starts to get really crunchy or is it that they're going to the how? Is it well, that? Well, they start going into, can I afford it? How can I afford it? What's it going to take? What am I going to have to do? What am I going to have to sell? What am I? It's like to try to come to solutions about how to get money rather than just asking for it. So is that when people play it safe with money rather than? It's where they actually don't believe that money is easy. Huh. It's like money is easy if you just are willing to ask for it. Asking you shall receive, so it says in the Bible, actually works. I had sort of gotten over all, all the rings and things that I had, and I was going, yeah, I'll just sell them. Who cares? And so everybody else decided I couldn't do that. So they decided I had to not do that, and they bought my rings back for me after I decided to sell them. I went, but, but, but I don't care. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and recently I saw, I saw a ring that somebody wanted to sell. It was so cool that it belonged to Elvis. Nice. So I went, oh, if it belonged to Elvis, can you prove it belonged to Elvis? And what he has is a picture of Elvis wearing the ring. Cool. So, so are you like, getting that? So I'm getting that. Nice. But it's like, it's funny because, oh God, where am I going to get that money? Right. And somebody walked up to me and had, had me $4,000. Right. I go, oh, what? You know, because it wasn't money I expected. Yeah. It wasn't money I anticipated. It wasn't money I knew was coming. It was just something that I got. And so, it's like, it's always amazing to me that these kind of things occur because it's like, literally, it's like I got 10% of the money I needed in the first hour after asking, what's it going to take for this money to show up for me? I'm putting a buffer on the table so Gary stops thumping the table. I'm not That's thumping what my father the table. used to do all the time when he talked. I can't help myself. Stump the table. So you can thump my arm now. <laughs> It doesn't make so, a noise. It's no good. <laughs> so what I want to sort of get clear on here with all the listeners, et cetera, is there's a demand that you make. You ask for something, and it's not well, going it's to request. the how. A you request. Ask. You know, and it's not how do I do this. It's okay. So what's it going to take for this money to show up in my life? And it's like, and I keep going, uh, where do I get this money? Where do I get it? And then weird things happen. You know, and it's like, and I don't know what creates the weird thing other than my request yeah. and other than my choice. No, I've seen that happen in my life so much too. And it's interesting, even when I was, you know, hugely in debt, I still had money show up. And I mean, I'm always talking, it's like, must be a different blood running through my veins or something. Because money is showing up whether I have money in debt or whatever. It's like, I still yeah. just create it. But I've never actually created for money the no. money shows up from creation. It, yeah, but it's like it's the choice you make. Sorry, I just thumped the table. <laughs> I'm trying not to thump, and I love thumping. So it's like my nickname was Thumper when I was younger. And because I, you know, You're like, like a rabbit. I'm like a rabbit. And besides that, I used to do that all the time on every piece of furniture. So were you like a, a pencil, a pen clicker as well? No. No, no pen no, clicker. No, no pen clicker. Just, yeah. you know, like moving your fingers. Because, right. you know, it's like as a little, you know, over-amped, OCD, ADHD kind of guy, I was just 
amped all the time. So I had to move. I couldn't right. sit still. Yeah. We would say, sit still. And so I'd sit still and I'd go. <laughs> you got to move something. I gotta move. I got to move. I got to move. So, you know, so the thing is, it's like when you get clear that, you know, it's like you go, okay, I would like to have this or what would it take for this to show up? All of a sudden, things start to change. And you don't know what makes the change, but you stop having the point of view, oh, I can't afford this. Mm. I mean, in truth, can I afford this ring? Not easily. Can I afford it? Yeah, if I give up a few things. Would it be fun to have it? Would it be fun to have it? Yes. Something that belonged to Elvis? Oh, yes. Which I see so many people don't allow themselves to actually no. have the fun and joy with money. Well, it's like, but the thing is, if you're not having the fun and joy of money, you're not actually having money. Right. Because the purpose of money is to change lives. Okay? It's like, it's, it has no other purpose. Tell me about that. Well, it's like, if you use your money to change people's lives, it's like, it's an amazing thing to watch their lives change. I, I know I had a friend who, who wanted to buy this car. And she said, she, oh, God, I wish I could afford a car like this someday. So it was a car that Dane was going to sell. I said, how about if you and I give it to her? And he says, okay, good. And so we got it. You know, she had dr driven it back from Texas for us. So we said, okay, here, can you take care of this for us, please? And she goes, what? What do you need me to take care of? I said, here, I'd like you to change the registration. Oh, yeah, how would you like me to do that? Into your name? <laughs> changed her whole life you know it's like you could see her go click 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 and all the places where her whole life she had never been able to afford a great car like this one that she always had to have a vw van and mm. she had to have you know but it was never about having a car that was fun it's like all of a sudden her whole world unscrambled and changed and i've watched this happen again and again and again you give somebody money and it's mm. like, and they will go, what, 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 what? And it's like, they don't think they deserve it. Mm. Just like, I don't think I deserve money. I like money. Deserve it? No. But do I deserve air? No, but I breathe it. Exactly. You know, and you got to get that money is like air. You just breathe it in and you breathe it out and it all works. Well, I've seen also, I mean, you know, changing someone's life with a car is friggin' awesome. And it doesn't have to be the cost of a car either. I remember last year, the guy who uh, mows our lawn, we gave him a case of beer for Christmas. Yeah. And I think we gave him 50 bucks or something like that. But it totally blew him away because in, and we found out later, his reality is Corona is too expensive. You don't drink Corona beer because it's too expensive. You drink cheaper beer. So to him, having a case of Corona, like we were just like, that's the beer we have in our house, you know. Yeah. So, but to him, it was just like over the top. So it's not, it wasn't even much yeah. money. Oh, no. But it's he a, was it, just yeah. so surprised and shocked. And I see what happens is people have to start to receive themselves more. Yeah. And they also begin to realize, I don't have to function from this sense of poverty. Years ago, I was in, a, in Pennsylvania and I went into this donut shop because we were too early for an appointment. So I asked for two cups of coffee and two donuts. And the lady brought over, you know, like one cup of coffee and a spoon. And then she brought up, you know, it's like, I said, uh, ma'am, do you know that there's an easier way to do this? <laughs> and she said, there is? Ow! And she started to cry. And I went, you do this. And you take your finger and put it in the, through the two holes in the cups. You hold them like this. You put one 
donut here, one donut here. You got the cream and the sugar and the spoons in this hand, and you're done. One trip. And I went, uh, what's wrong? What's going on? Yeah. And she said, I've got the, I just got divorced. I was married for 25 years, and I don't know how to do anything except be a housewife. I said, well, this is not that hard a job. You're being a waitress. Not that much different. I said, but just know you'll be okay. And when we left, I left her 100% tip. I mean, the bill was $6.79, right. so I left her an extra, you know, an extra seven bucks. And she came running out, sir, sir, you gave me too much money. And I said, no, I didn't. That's just to let you know everything's going to be fine in your yeah. life. And you could feel the energy of her expansion. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God. And that's like six or seven dollars. Yeah. Seven dollars can change somebody's yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. So whose life could you change this Christmas? Yeah. You know, it's like, and, you know, what? You know, what could you give somebody that would change their life? Yeah. What do you see the world could be like if people were willing to receive, have, and create? Well, it's like if, if we really got that the world is a generous place and it really wants us to succeed and to have and to create. And it's like, and you got to kind of look around us. I mean, how many of us are suffering? Okay. We're not Bangladesh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if you can listen to this podcast you're not from Bangladesh <laughs> so the thing about about it is we live in a world of abundance but how, what are we not allowing ourselves to have and it's like we've got to have that place where we recognize that the world is an abundant place and what are we going to ask for and thereby receive but you got to ask if you want to receive and you got to be willing to recognize that it's an abundant world that desires to contribute to us well, something, we were in the car yesterday and you were talking to Brendan Watt, who's been on this podcast, my enjoyable other, and he was asking you questions when you don't allow other people's reality to impact yours. Yeah. And that totally changed Brendan for sure, whose whole life just like flipped and changed because I can see when, he, when someone else is tweaked, they start to sort of, he starts to buy into their reality. Well, he tries to figure out how to change it. Because they're tweaked, and how do you change tweak? So is that what most people do yeah. with poverty and scarcity? It's like poverty, so many people are functioning from it. I have no you money, know, you know. Emotions, all that stuff. It's like they all go into how do I tweak this so this person is not so damaged. And it's like, and the way that we try, try to tweak things that is really not in our best interest is we try to duplicate where they are, mm. thinking we can figure the way out. You don't want to duplicate where people are. You're looking and go, wow, interesting choice. Because it is a choice they made. What choice did they make that created that? You don't know. Only they know. Can you change it for them? No. Can they change it? Maybe if they choose to. Right. Well, I always say, I mean, it's Christmas now, right? So it's like, what if you were the one person at the Christmas do, the family do, the work do, whatever it is, when everyone's bitching and moaning about money, that you're like, you know what? I'm doing great. I'm having so much fun. And it's like, what else is possible? Like functioning from that place of question yeah. and joy. Because that's when more starts to show up is how yeah. I've seen it work. And by the way, Gary Douglas is the founder of Access Consciousness. So I am so yeah, happy that he's on here. <laughs> so what is your perspective of creation that most people in this world are not aware of, Gary? Well, it's like what most people are not aware of is that there's a place for something for all of us and mm. there's a place in which all of us can create more 
So what choice would I have to make to create more than I've ever had before? So creation's not limited? No. Creation is only limited by the points of view we take. Every point of view you take, it creates a limitation, keeps the limitation in place. Doesn't mean it's real. just means it's there. Okay. Do you have a tool or a question or a process yeah, or anything? Yeah, just gave it to <laughs> No, for people who are listening to go, well, how do I access all that creation? So what point of view am I using to create the limitation of what I'm choosing? And everything at daddy's times of God seeing me. Right on, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, beyonds. And again, if you want to find out more about the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement, go to theclearingstatement.com. And our wonderful, wonderful friend, Dr. Dane here, gives a beautiful description of it. But just know it works. Uh, okay, so I have, a, I have a question here that I wanted to ask you from the lovely Sewell, who works with us. And he said, if you had infinite sources of money, what would you choose to create? If you had infinite source of money? Everything. What would you choose to create? What would I choose to create? Yeah. Oh, well, there'd be a teacher's college for teaching people how to teach from an access point of view where it's about empowering kids rather than teaching them. It would be a, you know, there'd be a school, there'd be, there would be hotels around the world that are unique. There would be possibilities for everybody everywhere. And I would have every book we have in multiple languages and I would be giving them away in prisons, which we actually do a lot. We do. Yeah, yeah. Wendy Mulder just took some for prison up north, Queensland. You know, it's funny, Gary, last night we were watching this movie called Gold with Matthew McConaughey in it. Yeah. And at the end, he ends up getting a check. Like it's no one knows that he's got the money, but it's $82 million. Wow. And I know Brandon said, God, can you imagine getting that check right now? And he said, if we could put, you know, 60 million or something just into access, like, and what was the wording he used? Something about like the, like, the, just like put it in there, like invest in it. And he said it like three times and I said, what does that mean to you? Like, what would we do with it? And pretty much everything yeah. that you just said is what Brennan was saying. He said, we would start the schools. We would have all the books translated yeah. in every language. We would, you know, have the places that well, people that's could go because, to. Because the real request for me for a world in which there's more money and more for everybody is a place that's more conscious. Yeah. That's like, and you know, if people were choosing consciousness, they wouldn't be able to choose war. You know, if they were choosing more conscious, they wouldn't choose violence. It's like if it was a place where people did things from a different point of view, then everything here can change. And I would like to see a world that's truly kind and caring and loving, not one in which I get mine and you, you get fucked. Well, it's interesting. One of the tools that I've been using a lot lately too is if there's an, you know when there's an energy of someone talking or yeah. someone doing something and it's like they're trying to prove something? Yeah. Well, if someone's trying to prove something, it's usually an agenda. Like that's the energy of they've got an agenda. They've got like what you're talking yeah. about is sort of like the me, 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 or, you know, how do I get what I want? Rather than knowing yeah. that there are infinite possibilities, there's, you know, infinite possibilities available for everyone. If you even just start to function from that place of generosity of spirit, yeah. it's like it's quite vulnerable, like yeah. going, all right, put all my walls down. And it's like if and I have generosity of spirit, yeah. yeah, this Christmas, and it's like, then what would I choose and what would I create? Yeah. Not buying into everybody else's reality, which, as we mentioned, is so much from that poverty and scarcity and, you know, how do I get mine? Well, everybody here makes it more real. Yeah. That there is not enough. And yet you look at the world and there's enough for everybody. Mm. The only thing there's becoming not enough of at the moment is clean water. But even that will change. 
So, okay, I don't know why you just like got me then on that clean water thing. Okay, so what do we need to know about that? Well, it's like because I need see to that occurring, that is, and yeah, you know, it's like water is the most expensive thing on the planet. You buy bottled water, yeah. and the funny part about it, everybody thinks they're getting better water by doing that. The truth is that it's like it creates as much or more pollution to actually bottle the water yeah. and filter it and do all that stuff to it as it does to run a car. So you're creating the same amount of pollution for that one little plastic bottle you bought as you would have with driving a car for an hour. So it's like, what is it we need to look at different? What do we need to look at in a different way? What are the choices do we have? Personally, I have developed my camel skills and I don't drink that much water anymore. <laughs> that is true. Gary does drink hardly any water. <laughs> Whereas I think myself and Brandon and Dane must have died of thirst in previous lifetimes because we're never without water. <laughs> yeah, you guys spend so, too much time yeah. in the desert. <laughs> so, okay, so then I know that this show is about creation and money, but in truth, well, creation like, is a much larger... Creation and money is really about... If you're really going to create and you're going to create money, you have to be willing to be whatever it takes. So you want to ask the question, what can I be today that can create more money right away? What can I be or do today to create more money right away? And everything, there's a lot of that to show up times of God's name, right now I'm getting bad, pot and pock all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And I would also ask and leave you the, with the question as well. It's like if you were coming out of judgment, it's like what would you create today? Instead of waking up over this holiday season... Uh, the happy holidays where no one's happy. <laughs> it's like yeah. in, instead of having that litany of judgment that you wake up with, it's like if you ask, if I was creating my reality today, what would I choose? Well, it's like, you know, for me personally, I watch a lot of these Christmas shows and cry. I know, but they're so sweet because that's what it should be. Yes, I know. I cry because it isn't that. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't cry because I'm sad. I cry because, God, what would it take for it to be like this? Well, many, many years ago when you were in Santa Barbara, I actually went to your place for Christmas once and I remember being upstairs and I was coming down I was just crying and I think it was you or Dane just said, what, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. And I was like, but this is amazing. And I was like, this is what Christmas should be, yeah. is people hanging out with each other who are grateful for each other, who are not judging each other and they have a generosity of spirit and an honouring of everyone around them yeah. and what's occurring not what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing, or, you know, the wrongness of whoever, which is pretty much what I grew up with at Christmas. Well, it was like one of the scariest days yeah, in the world. Yes, yeah, that's like, what pretty much everybody's, you know. Yeah. Is. And it's like I, my, my family didn't have that, but we had food. Oh, my God, the amount of food I had to eat. Right. I'm not a big eater. Right. And I was never a big eater. But when my family had, the, you know, it's like we would have to have, turkey and ham and roast beef and you know I mean, we would have 15 people over and we'd have enough to feed 40 yeah you know and it's like why yeah you know and then we would eat leftovers for the rest of the week <laughs> it's true and in australia here it's hot it's very yeah. hot on christmas day so it's like it's lots of shrimps on the barbie you know it's Let like the prawns and, the barbie, and yeah. we do usually have turkey or ham we usually have one of those meats but usually yeah. either in water, in a pool if you can, or the beach, etc., yeah. or river, anything, or inside in air conditioning because it's friggin' yeah. hot. It's one of the hottest days of the year usually, so it's a very it different summer. Christmas. I'm actually spending Christmas this year in Japan, so I'm going to have a white Christmas, my first ever 
Wow. So I'm very thrilled well, about that. Get white to build Christmas, a snowman. Everybody should have at least one white Christmas in their lifetime. I think everyone should have a convertible car at least yeah. once in their lifetime too. I agree. <laughs> so Gary Douglas, thank you so much for thank joining you. me here today. Thank you um, for having me on. You're so welcome. And if you want to find out more about Access Consciousness, you can go to accessconsciousness.com. If you want to find out more about myself, simonemillicis.com. And if you like this podcast, tell your friends, tell your foes, tell your family. And if you don't, send it to all your enemies. Exactly. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us and have a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye.